The ACC Basketball Degenerates return to deliver the analysis in the wee hours of a Tuesday night. We're here, we're here. No, that's no, that's not Mike. We're here, and thank goodness, because tonight's podcast almost got derailed by Mike Jaffe, but due to the fortitude of Mr. Taylor Pilkington making the trip That from, was in honor of Mike right now. Okay. That was for him. He made the trip, the hour-long trip, and Guthrie leaving his family. He left his dang family to be here. That's a Dennis Robin reference. By the way. I'm glad you made that. If anybody out there got it, then you're a hero. If not, you can look it up. Dennis Rodman, North Korea. I just want to thank you, too, and say that um, I'm glad we're here because we need to be here. There's a lot of games to preview, and um, for our audience, look at them. Look at these guys. They came here. They did. You guys came here. So we're going to talk basketball. And the theme of tonight's agenda will be reviewing Saturday (coughs) where three men stood on an island. That's right. Well, three three men stood on three separate islands. Yeah, that's right. Three separate yeah. islands. Uh, no, actually four, because I stood on two islands. Right. And for better or for worse, we disrupted our three to one majority winning percentage on this, our picks. But I'm okay with it. Are you? This is the original plot of Castaway. Yeah, I, I, I am okay with it. <laughs> Before we begin, let's can we give Mike Jaffe a little bit of grief? Can we do that? Because we give Guthrie grief when he's yeah, not here. You guys and do that's give an, me grief. An ex- unexcused absence from Mike. Last night he said, What are we taping? Eight? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. And he's not in the building right now. And he only gets to be called Vegas Mike if he's in the building. Agreed? He's in the wind. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, he's in the wind, Mike. And Taylor's showing me something. Oh, <laughs> you're so smart. I want to remind everybody that we are brought to you by Three Notched Brewing. That's right. Three Notch Brewery. The ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast is brought to you by that fine establishment. Named after a colonial era trail running through central Virginia, Three Notch Brewing develops innovative beers around bold characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Jack Jewett, and Patrick Henry. Three Notch beers can be found at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville and Harrisonburg, Virginia. Three Notch Brewing leave your mark this week. Uh... I don't know. We don't need to go into tasting those. Let's get into basketball. What are you saying? So let's do let's, it. Let's turn the music down. Fair enough. That means we're down to business. Or we could bring it back out. It's still there. Yeah. I like it. We could let it play for the entire time. We could do that. I mean, we always do this when Mike's not around, so let's just keep it rolling. Uh, so let's reflect back on, on the Islanders. I want to talk about the Islanders from last Saturday because I thought that was significant. And we'll start with Georgetown Island, which is where I firmly planted a flag, like a, a Luke Near flag, yeah. went into Georgetown Island. It stayed there. Guthrie and I were watching this game together. A smart in our, flag. In our apartment, in our living room, on, our, on Guthrie's big screen TV, and uh, we never were worried at all yeah. because um, Guthrie right. was invested in Georgetown. I mean, I'm not going to elaborate on that, and I was too because of my pick, and we never felt threatened at all. Uh, you're right to feel that way. It was I- at the Carrier Dome. It's a rivalry game. Georgetown's won four or five. From Syracuse, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. I did I not know. know that. I think so. I, I didn't know that yeah. either. I, I, I believe would not so. Have guessed that. Fact check me on that, okay? Yeah. Because, you know, I don't. I just wheel and deal in this podcast. <laughs> but um, let's break down this game. If I had told you that Tyler Lydon had gone for, what, 29 and was shooting like 88% from the floor, it was a career high. And would have told you that Syracuse was not even close to covering their, what was it, seven, six, six points. Started at eight, I think. That's incredible. Must have gone down, but yeah. Why didn't you guys just get in your boat and paddle to the island? I was there. I was there ready for you. I was waiting for you. We all make mistakes, and I have made so many in my life. Yeah, I've made so many in the the last four days. I'll Mm. say, I mean, for me, it was more about Syracuse's zone not living up to the standards of what they usually do. I saw guys just ball watching their backs to cutters, letting penetration come through immediately. I I thought really it was the guards. Uh, and I wonder if it's the fact that, um, you know, you're getting some transfers in there and they're not really adjusting to the Bayham zone, but their their hands were down, their arms were not out. They weren't closing those passing windows down. They were letting cutters and, and penetration through, and the, and the zone wasn't really living up to what it's supposed to. Yeah. Quick question. Can we officially snuff out, close the book on the Tyus battle hype? Yeah, I want to say yeah. I don't think it's going to be terrible, but yes, too overhyped, overhyped. Yeah, for can, right now. Can you just say yes or no for a change? Yes. No, I yes. always have to equivocate. I'm I, always in the middle. Gray areas. I, gray areas. So the 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 freshman to watch is Torian Thompson on Syracuse. For me, I he had moments of that's of that's fair. Yeah, really, like he looked really great. I think in the in the Georgetown game, 
unfortunately, he's not quite where he needs to be. And like Taylor was saying, I think the real... Wait, wait hold up. Did he look great or is he not quite where he needs to be? Both. I mean, well, we both. Gotta, we yeah, got to pick. The, we got to pick one. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, there are moments where he he looked like he was exactly the player that Jim Beheim okay. wants. Okay. All right, he looks the great go, in moments, for, but otherwise he listen, was not. You what you wanted to listen, do. Mike's yeah. not here. The goal for the rest of the podcast is for you two to plant a flag on one stance. Okay, <laughs> you got to plant a flag somewhere. I planted a flag on Georgetown Island, and I mistakenly planted another flag. We'll get to that later, but should we delve into more about Syracuse? My question is, and, um, you know, the narrative out there is, oh, don't worry, they'll figure out the zone. You know, these freshmen, just give them some time. They'll yeah, get, sure. They'll get the zone it's together. It's early. It's early in the season. They have four losses, no good wins in the non-conference, and if they go yeah. 500 in ACC play, they're not making the tournament. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. It certainly it's doesn't look happen. that way. I mean, Monmouth is their best win. They've, they've beaten a bunch of, like, 250 plus ranked Ken Palm teams. Great. Congratulations. Yeah, there's no time. There's no time for this. And they don't have the no Jim Bayheim around excuse that they had last year. Yeah. Which helped them get into the tournament. Taylor. I think you're going to see him end the regular season in a similar position to last year where many people felt they were not deserving of a tournament bid. Sh- should we name some of those names? Let's think, do it. I Let's call some people bubble. out. Seth Davis, Doug Gottlieb. Who else? I. A lot of people. I don't know. Jim Bob from I don't know where. Yeah. But I think they're going to end right on that same kind, on that bubble. And I don't know. I think they I'm will I'm disappointed. Be... I wanted to see this team play well. Yeah. I, mean, I did. I, too. I, I really think, did. I think people were excited. And I think that their odds of the tournament will be increased by the fact that it's a good storyline. They have a big fan base. Wait, what's a good storyline? Just the fact that they. What are you talking about? Not a good storyline, but it's a good. It's a. Oh. It's a hyped team. It's a name team. It's a so a hyped team is a good storyline. I, I don't understand. I misspoke when I say good storyline, but it's a team that like they will it will add that extra level of people considering them for the tournament. So you're saying their fan base is going to help them on the bubble? Yeah, and you know the fact that they had a good run last that's, year will always be. I mean, wh- that's legitimate. Weighing it's in people's them minds. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of agree with you now. I'm much lower on this team than I was at the beginning of the season. So should obviously. we beckon our Syracuse listening base to start sending letters to members of the committee? Yeah, almost yeah. like you, you better know, start now. Almost like Democrats intimidating the uh, electoral college voters. Let's yeah. just do it. Let's beckon them because that worked out so well. Let's do it. All right, enough on that game. Staying away from that one. Let's go to another island, okay? I'm not wrong. You know, I felt great about that island because I, I just thought the Syracuse waves were baby waves, and I was, you know, had my bunkers on Georgetown Island, another island which was not really a well-fortified island, but eventually it stood the test of some, I don't know, major waves would be Purdue Island, and Mike Jaffe's a luck box sometimes, and it happened. Mm. What happened to our Notre Dame pick, guys? Because they were up by what, 14, 7, 14 and a half. Right. Looked per- like they were well on their way. God, they looked so good. And they were doing small, and it And they were dogs in this game. What Two-point dogs, right? Yes, two-point. No, okay. Had to figure that out for a sec. Sure. So, Purdue went small, and if you told me Purdue went small, I would have said great. Yeah. From a Notre Dame perspective. Right. From our ships trying to attack my Jaffe Island. I would have said fantastic, but yeah. it didn't work out. The second half was ruled by Purdue. Guthrie, you watched the second half. What did you see? Yeah, I mean, like you said, they went small. Um, they transitioned to, uh, I mean, transitioned. They basically played Swanigan instead of Haas. Uh, Swanigan was was the big man. And he he just, like, is incredibly athletic. He has... I mean, he has, he's got great range on his jumper, but mostly it was just he was dominating inside. Like, what, what's the guy's name? Uh, Gebin? Uh, is, that, is that how you pronounce yeah. it? For Notre Dame? I mean, he, he was playing a lot as the guy that was guarding whatever big man was in for, for Purdue. And yeah, who does he, he remind you of? He reminds me of I, someone. Maybe Shrek, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Who does he remind you out. of? <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a semi compliment. I I think that we, I don't know who he reminds me of, but I think Guthrie's on to something. I think we might have found the formula to beat Notre Dame, which is kind of counterintuitive, but go against, go small, like lean yeah. into that, steer well, into the skid, right. you know, and it, 
Or just, Notre Dame thrives when they can exploit here's what we need to take a look at. bigger guys. Yeah. Coaches who give inspired halftime speeches. So maybe Virginia Tech is a candidate to go against Notre Dame after what we saw from Virginia Tech over the weekend. Well, I also think Virginia Tech has the personnel to match up well, well against Notre Dame. I'm worried about the pep talk right now. We'll get to your personnel, okay? Okay. But um, apparently... The pep talk is the most overrated thing in well, like, okay, well, sports Well, okay, Virginia Tech ever. was down four to... Who were they playing? The Citadel? Toledo is it, Central? Is I don't it, know. Is that, is that what the you're talking Citadel. about? Yeah. And they're down by four, and then they scored 73 in the second half. So good job, Buzz. I bet he like, like, pulled out the Mighty Mouse tattoo. He just like, you know, ripped off a shirt and said, "Look at this Mighty Mouse tattoo, dribbling a basketball." No, there's something to that. And bottom line, and Guthrie and I have talked about this. We texted it, or Guthrie texted it. I was thinking it, so he's, I don't know. Am I your muse or are you my muse? Who's the muse? One here? of those. One of those. Yeah. But you texted it that Notre Dame we should value in the first half. It seems that way. And we have a history of this. Okay, the Villa, the Villanova game. Yeah, they led it half by, what, four, five, six? I think it was six. And it should have been more in that Villanova game if we watched. I mean, we all watched, but if you watched. And another one to bring up was, this was Mike and I on Fort Wayne. They were up by 30 against Fort Wayne in that first half. And then they only won by 14. So Fort Wayne actually cut it to, a, I think, a nine-point game in the closing minutes. So what's yeah. wrong with Notre Dame in the second half? It's not depth because, yeah. I mean, they have Fluger. Fluger... Only played what twelve well, minutes. So in that where game? was where was Vestoria? I mean, he was he had foul trouble, sure, but he had three points in this game. Like he was he was non-existent in the Purdue game. And also, can we can we pull out our palm branches and continue to fan Matt Farrell? Oh, man. can we continue to fan Matt God, Farrell? He was incredible in the first half. Double my, double. My goodness. Twenty-two and ten. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Taylor's just sitting over there nodding his head. I, yeah, you're, you're the you Notre doing? Dame fanboy in this in Do you want to join the podcast? I mean, on, join the talk, podcast. I got nothing Come to on. say. You guys have got the takes. I got, yeah. you know. All right. <laughs> Next island. Um, a shameful island, which should not have come to pass, but it did. Kentucky and North Carolina. I'm still not over this. I still feel mad about you it. You really are not over it. It's silly and stupid. And if this ha- if this game was played ten times, I would take North Carolina ten times, okay. and I think they would win seven. Okay, good thing this isn't baseball. Okay, would you take five? What would you say? Five and five? I'd take five and five. I don't know. I'm Mister in the middle. I'm Mister Moderate. I'm Mister. <laughs> sure, I would take five and five. But in this particular game, I would take Kentucky, and I did. How many times out of ten? Six. All I'm trying to say here is your luck box. And Guthrie, you and I, um, unfortunately, were the victim of Malik Monk. Unfortunately. And I actually got an email from a listener of the show who's an acquaintance who said, oh, Luke, you got the analysis. You you were spot on with the UNC-UK game. And I was like, what are you trying to throw dirt on a a wounded animal at this point? (laughs) And he's like, no, actually, you said on the podcast that the way Kentucky wins is a Malik Monk out-of-body experience. And I was like, well, I guess you're right in some ways. And that's what happened. Is 47 it, points. Is that is yeah. that how the And North Canadian Carolina goes. still should have won. They still <laughs> should have won, despite all that. Yeah. I mean, they had a really good chance after that and one with Justin Jackson. It's like, man, UNC would have won if it weren't for the good players on Kentucky. Oh, stop it. It's terrible. When I was watching the first half, all I was thinking was everything is going wrong, but you know what? They're still in this balls on you fest. And they had a lead at the end. And Malik Monk went against his coach's best advice. He was given instruction to drive and attack the yeah. basket, and he decided to pull up yeah. because he said, when you're hot, you're hot. So Love that. God, nothing makes me more excited. So I guess than that. great coaching won that game, right? Well, I don't <laughs> no know more about on this. that, but Justin Jackson from the free throw line. Every time I looked up, he was missing a free throw, even though he shot a pretty good percentage. I think it was what eleven for fifteen. Yeah, yeah, ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen. Not, that's not, not terrible. A great percentage. Not, that's not great not, though. I mean, Come on, it's not. It's Come not on. terrible. Come if, on. if he'd made all his free throws, they would have won. I also have another quibble about this. The way the game was called was very tight. It was ticky-tacky and tight, which I think benefited Kentucky because I think that sort of took out Tony Bradley, definitely took out Tony Bradley and sort of minimized what 
Kennedy Meeks and Hicks could do inside because, you know, they couldn't bang mm-hmm. bodies as much. And Kentucky really has only one big man to combat those two, let's face it. Even though North Carolina shot more free throws than Kentucky? Uh, I mean, I could have... I could have told you that a week ahead of time. Okay. And if you want to, if you want to, if they play again in the tournament, and you want to prop bet with that me with with me individually on that, we can do it again. Okay. We'll we'll evaluate that game. We'll when do it, it again. <laughs> we can do it again. You're really upset about this game. A lot more I'm upset really than ups- I expected. I'm really today. upset because I thought it was a great angle, and I thought I was delivering to the people. Yeah, I mean, okay. And you know what? It was taken away from me because of Malik Monk, Malik, who's Malik really Malik. really good at basketball, but I don't think he's 47 points good at basketball. Whoa. I mean, is that going to happen again this year? Is he going to score over 40 points again this year? That's God, a question. I, I That's say a line yes. in the sand question. I want to say yes so hard just to. You want to say yes, but you're not going to say no either. You're I just going to gonna check say out their uh, you're just going to pass. They're in the SEC. There's yeah. plenty of chances, but I'm actually going to say no because I don't think they're going to play in too many games that are going to require him to score 47 points. Right. That's a good. He's, good point. he's also. Like I, I'd say Malik Monk is a very good shooter. He's not a great borderline terrific shooter. Like he 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 can go on streaks where he is just completely on, and that was the case for a majority of this game. Well, he's gonna so, get to take a lot of shots because he's their one perimeter threat. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he gets he's the a best lot shooter of opportunities. He gets a Absolutely. lot of opportunities. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah. This is a lesson. This is a lesson in no matter what kind of angle you have, never do what Mike said and book a flight. And put everything you have on on a certain game, you know, it's a lesson because right. stuff happens yeah. like that. Or you could just pick it correctly. And I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> oh, okay. <All> right. <laughs> I'm just really surprised how upset you are about it. I honestly watching this game at the very end, I picked Kentucky, but I, you know, near the and end, you're just like I had it all the way, no, all the way. I was it. I was thinking UNC was going to win, and I was like, oh well, I picked that one wrong, but I cannot be upset because I really enjoyed watching this game. Yeah, it was a good game. It was a fantastic yeah, game to watch. It was a great game. Let's also say this for all the Billises out there, you know, drooling at this game, rewatching it the third time. Okay. There's more than one way to watch a college basketball game. Sure. And I am enthused by Kentucky and North Carolina going head to head. I'm also enthused by watching Virginia and Louisville play D because I think that's artistic as well. And if you really watch those two teams play defense, it is an art. And it's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm also maybe the biggest bandwagon UCLA fan this year. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that too. Do you want to talk about UCLA briefly? Which, which is another team that loves to run. Man. This is what a, a team. This is going off topic, Big Time. But let's go to UCLA. Okay. We need to talk about this team. They deserve to be talked about. Who's better than UCLA right now? Gil, Taylor. Ugh. I'll put Guthrie on the spot. He's yeah, he's quicker on his feet. No one. He is. I think they're the best team in the country can, right now. Guthrie, can, can we pound it? Yeah, let's dude, pound, let's pound it. it. Pound it. They're the best team in the country right now. I I think it. I love like, it. Any argument otherwise is ignoring the fact that they are playing incredible offensive basketball. Yeah, they Their are. passing it's is true. is unbelievable. Like the way that they get up and down the court, like transitioning from uh, defensive rebound into attacking, is. Just a sight to behold. Can you not wait until Lonzo Ball's brother also comes to play? Oh, yeah. Dude, sign me up. Uh, you said the youngest is going to be the best, so I'm, I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, what's what's the youngest name? Do, do you ha- I forget. Yeah, I you, okay. No, we're not going to be around X-ball. here. We're not going to be around here in three years. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I love the story about their father basically just reading the signs of where the game was going. And by the game, I mean the NBA game. And just molding his sons to play that mm. type of game. Listen, Lonzo Ball is a revelation, but Bryce Alford has been one of the linchpins of that team. And I was always in on Bryce Alford. I thought he was given a role by his father, which was probably, you know, I'm going to put this on my son's shoulder this year. And that probably wasn't fair. Can we agree on that? Yeah. How many shots was he taking a game last year? Too many. Way too many. Yeah. But if, let me ask you this. Was that because of his father or because of him? I don't think he had a problem taking the shots. I think he He's he's the player. His dad. Well, he was he yeah. was the he was the guy on that team last yeah. year. Yeah. Like uh, Is there anybody in college basketball you're more comfortable with taking a three than Bryce Alford? Yes. Who is it? Uh Who is this person you speak of? 
Luke Kennard. Oh, God. That's exactly who I, I was mean, thinking of, actually. I thought you were going to say Malik Monk, and I was saying maybe. I'm not as yeah. sold on Bryce Alford as you are. He's very good, but... I, uh, I'll I, take Bryce Alford I prefer him Kennard, not to I'm be sorry. the guy on my team. Um, is there anybody you'd rather ha- take a free throw over Bryce Alford? Mm. Mm. I that, don't know. I that's, think about that's it. That's harder. Well, you guys are wrong because he's the best free throw shooter in the country. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's enough on UCLA. Let's go. What were we talking about? UC, uh, we were talking about Kentucky and North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Any closing thoughts? Besides from me being very bitter about this game. I think these these are two Final Four teams. I, I mean, if they're in separate brackets, I think this is an easy Final Four, Final not, Four matchup. I'm not so sold on this Kentucky team as you guys are. Wow. Okay. We'll talk about that later because Louisville's playing Kentucky. They, they, they have, a, they have a, a, a very open avenue to a one, a one seed, I think. Right now, have you seen the bracket? Is it out? I mean, no. Is, but is the bracket out? Who who's going to beat this team in the SEC? That's what I want to know. Like, if 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 there's if they go what seventeen and one, yeah, sixteen and two, they'll lose. They'll lose to like South Carolina ones. Yeah. Sure, sure. You know? they, they that's will. a one seed. Like with who they've beaten. So that's, you've, that's so a one you've seed. seen who their two seed is in the bracket. Well, I'm or, just saying. I'm just saying. If four, like if you are, if you are a one seed, your chances of making a Final Four are pretty damn good. Um, and it, I mean that that can you phone Bill Self and tell him that we're getting way ahead. Of Let's ourselves. call Bill Self. Let's get him on the line. All right. Let's I get think him on these are we, these are we picked Wake Forest and Xavier, and this fortunes. time it was Luke on the island with Xavier. We're calling Bill Self right now. Let's call him up. Let's get him up. Do you guys know his number? I don't. I don't. But. You probably do. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not answering. Okay. <laughs> Enough of that. Last island was a, an island I regret, and yeah, Xavier Island was not a good island to be on. It was not well fortified. There were no dunes on it, and I assume here's my Xavier angle, and I'll stand by this. I think they just do well against bad teams, <laughs> and you know what? Wake Forest is not a bad team, and they proved me wrong. So shout out to Wake Forest. They did it. And yeah, I'm I'm happy for him. And Guthrie is a Xavier hater, so why don't you take the floor for this one? But you realize my angle was Xavier against bad teams. I think earlier tonight they just drubbed somebody who was terrible. But mm-hmm. like I said mm-hmm. once again, Wake Forest is they're competitive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is this was kind of a wake up call to some people about how decent this Wake Forest team is. I mean, they they are a potent offensive team. Like they, they can score the ball. They have lots of options on offense. Bryant Crawford can shoot. John Collins is a beast. Uh, John Collins is the best player on that team. It, I mean, you, you have no disagreement for me. Yeah. And Middleglue, man, he's he's shooting. He's shooting all right. He's shooting all right. Not not great for three, but well enough. An unsung hero. All right, Middleglue or you're at seven. Who would you take right now? Uh, I mean, you're at seven has been. He has been a vision so far. I take your seven just because of the possibility. Yeah, I thought I'd compare him. You, you know, similar height, yeah. you know, yeah, similar it's, heritage. It's no, it's no I was going to say, because they're both European. Yeah, yeah. similar height, similar <laughs> heritage. Yeah, that's not yeah. a question. Okay. Um, yeah, Wake Forest, good job. Xavier Island's not a good one to be on. And I'm going to mark that down in my little book of notes. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, I think, I think Xavier is... Pretty, pretty overrated this year. So I, I don't buy. I don't buy Chris Mack okay. and the Musketeers. Angles not to buy into Xavier when they're playing somebody who is actually competent. Yeah, Oregon. Uh, I still stand by that. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Come on, chime in. Oh man! Oh, Michigan State. That train yeah. wreck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think what a train wreck. Nobody believes anymore. Yeah. There's a there's a decent chance they're not going to make the tournament this year. Like, I mean, they, what they, if Syracuse and Michigan State? <sighs> Both don't make the tournament. What is the panel going to do in their you know pregame build up to the bracket? I don't what know. are they going to talk about? Who's going to be in Virginia's bracket? Who's going to be the oh the sleeper team? Who's That's a four good. seed, That's a fun. dangerous four, or a dangerous eight seed? Yeah, what are they going to do? They lost by eight at home to Northeastern. Yeah, that was no. A t- I give a lot a of flack. I give a lot of flack to those guys. But can I tell you something interesting story from Luke? So I was at uh, I was at JPJ the other day um, during the UVA Kentucky game, not UVA Kentucky, UVA WVU game, and I was there way ahead of time because I had to do something for work for the uh, women's team. And I was in the practice gym, and who walks in? Seth Greenberg, 
Yeah. Oh, Seth. Seth, and he was with his team of, I think, video guys, or his production team and video guys. And he actually was very exuberant, very excited to lay out for them the Virginia side motion offense and how the curls worked and what to look for. And then he laid out the entire West Virginia press and offense. And I was, you know what, tip of the cap to Mr. Seth. Maybe he dumbs down some opinions for the public when he's on air and when he's on screen. But yeah, I, I was impressed. Podcast. I've always felt he does he's a, a pretty coach. good job. He's a yeah. coach. He yeah. knows his stuff. He knows I, like he's Seth. About. I like yeah. Seth a lot. I've always thought he does a good job. So yeah. that's a tip of the cap to somebody who's on screen. But we're never going to do that for Jeff Goodman because I refuse to. I mean, come on. Let's yeah. be real. Get out of here, Big Ten lover. All right. Power rankings. Let's go there. And we'll note quickly that we all picked Clemson and they destroyed Alabama. Let's, yeah, no, dude. We, we, need, right. we, we need to, we need we, to celebrate. We were right. We need to gloat for a minute because Clemson was our consensus. We are, you know, putting forth part of our, you know, your majesty's part of our kitty yeah. towards Clemson. And it was, a, it. it was a bold move, but it paid off big time. Yeah. We, we all I felt think super we were confident. spot on. We were spot on that game. And, yeah, it was between. I mean, I think it, it, it got down to like what eight or nine points at one point in the second half. But otherwise, never in doubt. Never, never in, doubt. in doubt. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. So that's a pat on the back for you two and Mike. Yeah, good job, guys. Great work. Consensus strikes again. Let's get to the power rankings. Maybe Clemson might have moved up a notch oh. for me. I'm just saying. We're going to do 5, 5, and <laughs> so 5. No. There's 15 There's fifteen teams, okay? We're going to go 5, 5, and 5. We're going to break this up into Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3, okay? Taylor, why don't you begin? Tier 1, in order. Duke, UNC, Louisville, Virginia, Notre Dame. Okay, so almost the top 25. Who's ranked higher? Yeah, not that many surprises. Who's ranked higher, Notre Dame or, or Florida State right now? Uh, AP. Uh, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. I think it was still Notor Dame. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Guthrie, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh actually I, I don't remember off the top of it's my okay, head. It's okay, Guthrie. Whatever. Give me your uh, top looks five. Like Notre Dame. Notre Dame yeah. is. So good job. No, that's not true. Florida standard. State. Florida State's twenty okay. first. Okay. 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 Wow. That's a hate maker right there. They're twelve and one. I mean with no quality wins. Whatever. Go okay, ahead. Okay, Guthrie. Speaking we of We just set you up. We just set you up. I know what you're gonna do. Go ahead. Duke. North Carolina, Florida State, UVA, Louisville, in that order. That is my power rankings Love for it. the Tier 1 in the Love ACC. It. Love it. Let's hear it, Luke. You really think Florida State is better than Louisville? Uh, yeah, I do. Have you watched this Louisville team? Have you watched their offensive sets? Uh, who's Florida State had a victory against who you could write home about? What, Florida? Great. Good job. I mean, Florida, Florida's not bad. Yeah, it's at home and you won by, what, a deuce or a three? You won by three? Five? They won by five. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I mean, I think we've talked about this off air that you are, think, correct me if I'm wrong, Guthrie, that Florida State's going to beat Louisville when they play. Yeah. You know, I'll I just book think that, Guthrie. I, whenever that happens, you know, let's set a reminder on our phones when those two teams play. 21st I'll, of I'll January. I'll book it for you. I'll book it. Yeah, right I just, now. I yeah. just think that. Do you want to go? Tallahassee. Hey, let's not even worry about points right now. Let's just say head to head, straight up. Tallahassee. Well, the, the I'll, s- I'll go straight up with you. Straight up. Mono a mono. I mean, I, I feel like at that point, mm, yeah, see, Louisville is, might actually be a okay. dog. The, the thing is really? that Florida State, yeah. the stats don't show right now. They have a good turnover ratio, but I don't trust that against a better defensive team. They're going to turn the ball over a lot against teams that are good. Really? They're careless, yes. Oh, you think they're careless? They're careless. They haven't played teams you don't, that You don't that trust, trust them. You no. don't trust XRM? No. They push the pace so hard, and they want to get in transition offense, but if they don't get that initial break, their offense, it's not, That's true. It's not quite Taylor. as broken as Louisville, but it's very dependent on singular talents and individual players. And if you stop penetration, and I love Michael Ojo, he's... You know, oh, yeah. a beast, but he, if you find a big guy to guard him, he's not, he's not going to be a big threat down in the post. He should just like hang up the, not the spikes, but the, the shoes and head to Mr. Olympia, right? Sure. Yeah. Back, yeah. You mentioned two <laughs> words, which were important, pace and trust. You and I still don't trust Florida State. No, no, no. We don't know what, um, Bonnie Colvin is doing right there now, or what he's been doing the last right. four years. Thank you. <laughs> Secondly, I mean, pace. 
I think Louisville thrives. Yeah, they do. Off no, weird no, no. chaos, crazy stuff happening games because they're the offensive rebounds so well and their guards. And I know God bless them. They can't shoot, but they can get to the rack sometimes. They can get fouled and make one out of two free throws. You know. So not, actually, not? Florida State plays at a faster pace. I'm yeah, I know because they play super fast. That's what I'm saying. To, chaos, yeah. chaos. But see, the is thing is, they, it's in a similar yeah. way to Louisville. Is that Florida State when you stop the transition game, the offense becomes much less potent. And I love one of the, one of the things I love as a fan about Florida State is that everybody on that team is considers themselves like the guy, like a volume shooter. Time to time to drain mm-hmm. all the shots. Yeah, and they'll all launch like from. 10 feet heat behind check. the arc. Yeah, heat check. They're heat check. not afraid of heat check shots, and I love yeah, that. I just great. imagine them all yelling heat check as they throw up the shots. But Well, it'll be interesting when they're they, gonna miss when a they lot play of against the threes. best defense in the country, okay? And like I said before in this podcast, you know, I know there's value to sticking to your gun sometimes if you have a really good angle, but I've... I've shucked and jived with this Louisville team, and I'm back in on this Louisville team. I'm sorry. I, I no, mean, I criticized I, them a couple podcasts ago, but I'm back in. I'm sorry. I, I They know what they do, and they do it well, and right. they're well-coached. They know who they are. They're not going to shoot you out of the gym, but they're going to just out-hustle you, out-defend you out of the gym, and they're going to kill you in the interior. I will say, I will say in my power rankings, so four to six to seven even is very tight. So UVA could easily finish seventh. I disagree with that. Yeah, I, think I, I really think, them. I think Notre Dame, Louisville could... Like very, very easily right. finished. We'll to, why don't you run through your top we'll, five? We'll yeah. get to UVA. Yeah. Um, North Carolina, number one. I said it. Okay. Deal with it. Okay. Okay. I don't think it's that controversial. <laughs> I'm glad you're watching basketball. <laughs> number two, Duke. Number three, Louisville. Number four, Virginia. Number five, Notre Dame. But Notre Dame and Florida State for me are, are like 4A, 4B. I'll fl- I think, I I think that's those. fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. But don't you have Florida State at three? Yeah. But so like how I could said, they, how could they be four B if they're a three? He said it's really tight. I, it's very tight. It's very tight. <laughs> okay. Should we go through the next tier? Next five. Let's talk, talk about Virginia for a minute. Talk about tight. Okay. And I've been thinking about this because we live in an interesting city where, of course, there's plenty of Virginia buzz. Expectations are high. They're they're a little bit w- too high. Yeah, they are very. High. But at the same time, we're cautious. But when I look back on that WVU game, I think West Virginia is one of the anomaly teams of our lifetimes. I don't think we're ever going to see a team who has a higher turnover ratio. And I'm not just saying turning over opponents, but they protect the ball at an incredible level. You can look up the Kempom numbers for this. I know they'll mm-hmm. back up my my statement. Mm-hmm. Do you have them? They do. Taylor? What is it? They are the fifth best team uh, in keeping control of the ball. And they're number one in turnovers. And they're number one in forcing turnovers on defense. Yes. I think that's an anomaly game. I really do. So I'm not going to, I'm not giving up on where we expected Virginia to be pre WVU, post Nichols. Does it worry you that it was a home game? Mm. It would be a lot easier to dismiss if they had played West Virginia. At West Virginia. Uh, the game was closer than the final score. I mean, Virginia had a three-point lead with, what, three minutes to go? Okay. So, yeah. That's okay. all I had to say. That's all I have on Virginia. Yeah. Next tier. Taylor, lead us. Sure. Uh, next tier, I'm going to go Clemson, Ooh. Florida State, Virginia Tech, Miami, Wake Forest. Oh. Wow, <laughs> man! Yeah, I'm, I'm taking some swings here. I like it. Yeah. Wow, that's proud of you, man. So I may. It's good. It's and good. I, I mean, all these teams are very close, and I one of the reasons I can't wait for ACC play is to see everybody play each other is going to be amazing. Um, well, you mentioned one team, which I said before we started recording, just in the lobby out there, is really going to be. Put to the test early on is Virginia oh, yeah. Tech in ACC play. Yeah. For, oh, mean, yeah. No, Absolutely. no more cakewalks. This Absolutely. is not a cakewalk year for VT and I, like I've last year. I've been a big fan of them from the end of last season till now. Uh, so Kempom predicts predicts them to be 500 in ACC play. I think they'll be a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think they'll so be too. 10 and 8 range, right? Right. Yeah, that seems about right. 
So they'll finish where they did last year, right? <laughs> I don't know. They All need, right, disagree with me. They Come need on. to tighten up their defense a little bit, but I I think they're I'm high on them. And they've also played a a laughable non-conference. I don't Michigan. That's a pretty good game. That's not their choosing. Nebraska, not that's, terrible. That was forced on them. Yeah, but they still played them. Right, that Michigan team I've thrown out the door. Oh. They're not a tournament team. Come on. Really? You think Michigan's going to make the tournament? Yeah. You do? Yeah. It's a good win. They'll make the tournament. It's a good win. It's an away game. It's Michigan's a true make the away tournament. game. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look at Michigan. Who's going to make the tournament? Today. Virginia Tech or Michigan? I think both will make the tournament. Both? Yeah. I say VT. Yeah. Man, Guthrie, I don't know. Go ahead and give yours. All right. My tier two, Virginia Tech at number five. Okay. I'm sorry, number six. We're doing five, five, right, five. Right. Who's five? Notre Dame, okay. Clemson, Miami, Wake Forest. Wait. So VT's number five? VT's number six. Who's number five? Louisville. Oh, right, okay. Right, we're doing five, five, five. Yeah, yeah. You just didn't say Louisville so, when you listed this. So that's why right. I was confused. No, no, because I listed Louisville oh, okay, okay. as the fifth right. of tier one. Louisville was my say last. Say it one more time for me. Okay. Number six, VT. Then Notre Dame, Clemson. Can you start with... Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. Clemson. Yeah. Miami. Okay. Wake Forest. Gotcha. That's okay. Cool. Okay, yeah, on to mine. I was just so excited. We're going to have so to go excited. quickly about this. Go, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Go, go. Florida State, five. Clemson, six. Virginia Tech, seven. Miami, eight. And uh, Syracuse, nine. Okay. Seems like all of us are lower on Miami than a lot of other people are. Uh, I'm higher than on Miami than you two, right? Right, yeah, but I'm just saying in general. You know, they're 24 in Ken Palm. Yeah, I appreciate coaching. Yeah. Oh, I love Larinaga. Okay, bottom of the barrel. Apparently, I'm the only one who has Wake in the in the final five. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll it be an seem, anomaly. It does seem that way. Yeah. Uh, are you ready for this? I'm yeah, go quickly. Okay. Let's go. Uh, Syracuse, Pitt, Georgia Tech, NC State, Boston College. I think you're undervaluing oh. NC State. And I'm NC State at 14. I, I should uh, probably switch him with that, Georgia Tech, but I'm punishing him. Because weren't I'm you just singing the praises of I, well, I thought you Omar. were the NC State homer in this. I am. I should walk that back. I should put them at 13, I guess, instead of 14. Oh, well, we'll do another one. We'll do another one in that a month. That is brutal. Guthrie, give me no yours. love for Final, your seven. Bottom right. of the barrel, but NC Guthrie. State. Okay, fair. Syracuse, Pitt, Georgia Tech, BC. NC State, Pitt, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, BC, done. Great. Okay, next topic. Preview. Let's preview games. We'll begin Let's with the, the marquee matchup of tomorrow night, which will be Wednesday night, which could be tonight for you if you're listening, or could be yesterday if you're listening on, on Thursday. Louisville, Kentucky. I have a strong, strong opinion about this game. You probably already know it if you've listened to the first 40 minutes of this podcast, but I'll give it to you anyway. Point number one, has Kentucky played a real road game this year? No, they have not. It's at the Yum Center. Number two, has Kentucky really gone against an elite defense this year? No, they have not. Do you want me to get a point number three? Yeah, go. Yeah, go. yeah let's hear it. Let's hear I it. don't think Lightning can strike twice in consecutive games, so I don't think there's going to be another out-of-body Malik Monk experience. I think he'll be like maybe 60% from the floor, maybe. 50? I'll okay. give him, I'll give him I mean, 50 or 60. I mean, 60% from the floor. I don't care. I mean, what was he, like 90 in the in the UNC <laughs> game? <laughs> Felt like it. Uh, those are three points. You guys can respond. Let's go to our big blue correspondent, Taylor Pilkington. Oh, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Uh, it's going to be such a great game. Um, can you, like, plant a flag in the yeah. ground like I did on my islands? Can you actually plant a flag in the ground for once on a take? See, here's the difference between you and I. I have some nuance. I have to work through a lot of angles here. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I um, So let's just say what we expect the line to start out of. It's the, the line started out, actually, as Louisville minus two. So obviously people agreed with you, Luke. I think it's... You mean Ken Palm agreed with me? No, no, no. That's actually the Vegas line. And Ken Palm agreed with me too. Right. Yeah. So I think Ken Palm has it projected as Louisville minus one. And I think it's moving towards that Louisville minus one. I think personally you'll probably... You might see it move even to like a pick'em or even Kentucky favorite. I don't know. Yeah, because they're a public team. Oh. Right. In the agenda, we have UK minus one. Just yeah, why I was, that, I was confused. Oh, I, who made the agenda? 
I made a mistake. Ew. Oh, so you meant UL minus one? Yes. Ooh. Um, Ooh. It doesn't matter, but yeah, it doesn't matter. I I mean, I, uh, I'm taking Louisville. I know, and that makes me want to take Kentucky listen, just to be different. I am yeah. and shucking and <laughs> like, jiving. That's not a I'm deep shucking analysis. and jiving, and I'm not going to stick to my guns a couple weeks ago where I said that I don't trust Louisville because you know what? They're playing at home. They're going to defend. They're going to make life tough for Kentucky. They're going to get to the rim on Kentucky. You can get to the rim there. You can get to the rim on Kentucky, and you can offensive rebound against Kentucky as well. I'm taking Louisville, and I love this pick. <laughs> and if Mike was here, oh, man. I'm not going to say it oh, if Mike man. was here because right, we don't even let's know hear, who's going to hear it. Let's hear the rest, Taylor. Give it to us. Give it to us straight. I mean, I like what Luke is saying. Uh, you're going to pick Louisville. You're going to pick Louisville? Is what you're saying? I am. You know, you're, you're, pick, you know you're, you're the leader in our picks right now, and it's at stake. Yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of so pressure. I'm basically your vendetta just picking against, against you the rest of the way. <laughs> your vendetta against me, Taylor, is needs to be thrown out yeah, the window if, if you're concerned about being the leader. I don't want to let it affect me here. I, I actually am gonna go with Louisville here. Yeah, I think it's you're gonna good. Yeah, I think you're it's smart. I think yeah, it's at the Yum Center. Um, uh, I'm worried about Louisville's offense. I'm worried that Kentucky will defend them in transition and not turn the ball over. And I mean, Kentucky does a really good job protecting the ball. I'm mm-hmm. worried that they that Louisville will not get the kinds of looks that they depend on. But you're still taking Louisville. This is not making any sense to me. You're just giving all the grievances about Louisville, and you're, but you're still picking them. What's wrong with you? It's the Guthrie strategy. <laughs> <laughs> just go against every deep-seated urge that I have. I, Yeah, I mean, I, I also just think that this is one of those games where I don't have uh, statistical analysis for this, but I think... Coming off of Kentucky's recent schedule and Louisville's recent schedule, Louisville might be a little more battle tested. Is that the word you're trying to get game? to? No, no, I'm. Yeah, I no. mean they just played Eastern Kentucky. They had time to recuperate. All right, Guthrie, and let's rest. Hear it. Let's hear the case. This, I've, I've given uh, the case for Louisville. This, uh, uh, you make me want to oh, switch to Kentucky now. Oh, this is man. so this, tough. This, you guys should. This game. You should. This it'll, game. it'll be you two against Mike and I because I know who Mike's picking. Kentucky. Kentucky. Mike's not even here, and I know who he's picking. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not here, and I'm going to tell really? you who he picks. Okay, all right. Uh, so, so I mean, this one, this one's a no-brainer to me. Uh, you say this is this is an away game for Kentucky. It, it, I mean, on paper, it is true that there are on paper probably just as many UK sure. fans in Louisville. That's, as there are so, Louisville that's fans. exactly really, my point. So, do Kentucky fans get priority at other arenas? As far as no. no tickets, can they just no. call up the department and say, "I would like fifty tickets for me?" I think me you and are underestimating clan. the number of Kentucky fans, though, and the amount I'm not of money. I've watched games there before. I, the amount of I money that they're you're making, to, but I agree pay. with Luke here. Listen, you, there's a little clump of blue the behind UK. the bench. There's no, a little clump of blue. I don't think I am. You are. There's a little clump of blue. It's going to be ninety to ten. It's. I, I don't uh, think it'll be that dramatic. Okay. Well, all right. I don't think it'll be that dramatic. Okay. Coach Cal has it, his it, own we'll podcast, s- by the way, which is pretty good. You actually. think yeah. our, our proud Louisville <laughs> listeners are going to be Judas? Oh no! I mean, and this is a sell their huge tickets? game. Do this you is... think they're going to be Benedict Arnold and just like say, "Oh, no, stop no. up here, you go"? Not at all. Not at all. Here's three hundred dollars for my ticket in the second level. No, they're not going to do that. Our okay. listeners have respect. That's right. I'm talking to you. I have no idea when this Louisville game was sold people. out. I have no idea when this game is sold out, but I'm sure it's been. So you're been banking on the ago. secondary market for <laughs> Kentucky to provide a third of the audience. This is ludicrous. Uh, oh, okay. My point is simply that it's not a a straight not a true away game. It's not. Oh, please. It's not a straight away game. Oh, this is ridiculous. Listen to yourself. This. Th- We're gonna watch this t- game together t- tomorrow yeah, night. I am. Wow. You, look at look. That's a tough angle to take. Okay, fine. Tough angle take whatever. <laughs> I love Kentucky in this game. It, it it really is kind of strength on strength. Kentucky's defense is highly underrated. You, you are selling it tremendously short. They uh, yeah, defend they gave the up rim. hundred points last game. Yeah, to a terrific offensive team. North Carolina. Team than North Carolina is a much better offensive team than Louisville. Well, they're not like, going to score not 103. Even, it's it's not, not even score. remotely I, I just close. want to say... Well, North Carolina ever, defensively is not in the hemisphere of Louisville defensively. Sure, that might be true, but it doesn't matter if Kentucky is going to put up 80 points on you. 
Like if you if yeah. you are a tepid offensive team, which I I think it's safe to say Louisville is not a great offensive team. No, they're not. Yeah. And Kentucky takes when care of the ball when they're, they're in the they're half not, court. When they're in the half court. Sure. Yeah, but Kentucky takes well, care of the ball. There's not going to be like ample opportunities thing. for for turnovers from mm-hmm. the Kentucky guards where Louisville is just going to scoop it up and have an alley oop to put up 30 I'm points. Get, okay, you know, I'm going to. Okay, great. I hear what you're saying. I'm going to close with this angle. Okay. Okay. And this is something the coaches will say repeatedly. It's really difficult. When you're going from a game where everything comes easily for you on one end of the floor, and then the next game, apparently, it becomes a nightmare. And that's why Virginia has been so successful over the years, and Louisville has been successful as well. Because when you get a team who can do anything they want on one end of the floor, and then that goes away, that goes, I mean, apparently there's somebody in that driving lane now for Mr. Fox. I mean, that doesn't really matter. Watching him drive the ball against somebody is fantastic. Okay, well, I mean, go ahead and throw a lower, uh, throw a floater over Mahmoud and the rest of the Louisville bigs. Go ahead, Spalding will be there. They'll all be there, and I like Louisville. And we're divided, but that's okay. Taylor, do you oh, want so to change your pick? Go ahead and change. I am so you, close to doing it. I'm so so you, you think you think Vegas Mike is is decided? Yeah, he's he's with Louisville. Yeah, he's definitely taking Louisville. Definitely, I know. Wait. So then, then it's an island. It's, it's no, a three to one. I, no, I think he's I, changing. Yeah. Oh, oh he's, you, you've already predicted the I've change. To, I've had to work okay. through this. I, I okay. haven't had a chance to. Uh, so basically, I gave, you, I gave you a bunch of points, and Guthrie said that it's going to be a third of. It's not going to be a true road. That game. has nothing to do with it. I just. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see like a flock of blue in this game. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I actually, I, I, I disagree with I, Guthrie's take on the, uh, the home court advantage. I think it's. Certainly going to be a home court advantage for Louisville, the Yum Center. I, yeah, you're overestimating. I, the I don't. That. I I never said it was not. It, it's going to be home court advantage, but it's not going to be like a road game in the fact that it's going to be like Duke hosting, like Louisville or something like that. That that is my point. Okay. Okay. Um. Just go ahead. Do it. Yeah. Just just whatever. Just do just it. Talk. Yeah, I'm going to go with my gut here. I'm going to switch. I'm going to take Kentucky. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Next game. Great. <laughs> I wanted to pick something other so than hard. what Taylor was picking so yeah. that I could actually pass him. Uh, the next game we're going to talk about is Clemson at South Carolina. One. Where is this game being played? It is at South Carolina. Um, Columbia. That's right. And uh, South Carolina has looked pretty good this year. Um, I watched that Seton Hall game and, uh, man. Anyway, I have lots to say about South, South Carolina. South Carolina has the third-ranked defense by efficiency they're pretty, per Palm. They're pretty incredibly athletic. Yeah. Incredibly athletic, especially inside. Continue what you were going to say, because yeah. you had more points. Yeah, I feel, I feel like uh, what's happening with South Carolina is what kind of you expected to see them, what people expected last year. They thought they'd be much better. Um, but their defense has been phenomenal. They are really limiting other teams' effective field goal rate. They don't let you score inside. Um, if they have a weak, they they force a lot of turnovers. Um, if they have a weakness on defense, they foul a lot. They're very physical. Mm-hmm. They send teams to the line at one of the worst rates in the nation. Um, and on offense, I would say they are their offense is certainly not as phenomenal as their defense. It's kind of a, it's it's not bad, but it's certainly the weak point of their team. Okay, I, I will ask this question. Yeah, shamelessly because I'm not an SEC savant. Right. Will Sindarius Thornton will be back for this game, or is he suspended? No, he's he's gone. He's gone, gone for good. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, he's he's suspended. I was going to ask you guys. When you say suspended, that could mean anything, though. It could mean like I, a, I, a, a I quarter heard, for like I heard a Duke indefinitely. Player. I heard indefinitely. Yeah, okay. I thought it was indefinitely, but like a Duke player could be suspended for the opening tip, and it, it would make <laughs> headlines. Right? Yeah. So yeah. we don't know. Yeah, I mean, what what I last heard was indefinitely. I, I don't know exactly how okay. long. Okay. So it hasn't been changed, I don't think. So that's what I'm basing this off of. I think we, for the purposes of this I'm still taking South Carolina. We assume What's he's the spread? not going to play. What is the spread? Uh, we're expecting the spread to be South Carolina minus three. I'll take South Carolina. Wow. Okay. 
I can back it up where you guys can keep. Going. Go ahead. Go, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I mean, this is just a team who I think thrives against a Clemson squad. Who you know, a Clemson squad's going to be tough, but that they're not going to be able to out tough this South Carolina team, right? So, SC, I believe in their interior passing. I really do. I believe in those guys down low. I think that they are tremendous. I think they're like blue blood worthy of of athletic ability, and that's why I'm going to take Ooh. South Carolina, and I like their home court. So, not that I really like Little John, but I think that they'll be good there. And who did they blow the gates off? Well, they blew the gates off of Michigan. That doesn't say anything. But they've had some decent wins. They beat Syracuse by 14. I don't know how yeah, much you'd yeah. take for that. <laughs> yeah, so maybe— and Then they beat Michigan. See, maybe you're you're turning this against me. Maybe, maybe I should take Clemson, though. No, I'm going to stick with South Carolina because, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about this matchup, but I've watched each of these teams play about twice each, so that's where I'm going. I'm going to take Clemson here, plus three. I think that uh, one of the strengths of South Carolina's defense is the way they force turnovers. Clemson is very good at limiting their own turnovers, uh, Clemson's defense in turn forces a lot of turnovers. South Carolina not nearly as good um, on the offensive end in that respect. Um, I can see Clemson getting to the line a lot in this game, even though they may not get to the line, you know, at a one of the best clips around normally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Clemson, you'll probably see, I anticipate them trying to push the pace, get some transition points, uh, and I think their defense will do enough to limit South Carolina, okay. especially without Thornwell. Guthrie. Clemson has not played an actual away game this year. Alabama was not a real away game. It was not in mm. in Alabama's Correct. Official. This is an interesting angle. I don't know yeah. if we heard that last matchup preview, did we? <laughs> did we? Did do we, we, do we sure, want to bring yeah. that up again? That's, okay. that's fine. Go ahead. That's go. fine. I deserve that. So South Carolina is going to win this game. They're going to win it by more than three points. They're the best defensive team that Clemson has faced this year by far. Clemson will not have the firepower to deal with the defensive team, especially on the three-point line and okay. and like closing out on shooters. It's it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The, the there's not there's not the passing on. The offensive side for Clemson I hear you. to deal with this. Counterpoint against my angle and your angle, because we like like South Carolina. I'm not mm-hmm. changing, but counterpoint is is Clemson maybe a team that could be well suited against uh, a good defense because they do thrive in some ISO ball. They just like here, Jaron, figure it out. Make tough shots. I mean, I as much as I they played pick, well. They played Virginia well. Right, right. I'm picking before. Clemson. I don't know about that. I think South Carolina will defend them in that. I would be more worried uh, about the fact that I think Clemson will get owned by South Carolina on the glass, I offensively so and defensively, mm-hmm. and that's a real. Mm-hmm. That could be a real pain point. For and them. I'm glad you're picking Clemson after saying that. I'm picking Clemson yeah. still. Just make me feel so much better. Yeah. Next Clemson, game. Clemson's awful on the defensive glass. Actually, I just I'm just now seeing that they are terrible. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I'm picking this. I who gotta would, close right, my gap. Who would Mike pick in this game? Because we have to. He just takes. Guess. I'm sure he takes South he t- Carolina. He takes South Carolina. You think I, so? I think so. We're just gonna pick for Mike for okay. all. Of these He's picks. definitely taking Louisville, and uh, we'll just say he takes South Carolina. So yeah. Taylor Island, congratulations! Next right. game, we only have what one, two more? No, three more. Virginia and Cal is oh Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Another game I have strong feelings about. Would you like me to start or can I jump yeah, off why, of you guys? You, why don't you start? No, no, why don't no. you start? Is it really all right if I start with you guys? Yeah. Go. Talk to me yeah. about it. Tell me everything. Because, I mean, I don't want to dominate, but Guthrie seemed okay with it. Mm-hmm. Another strong opinion, you know, stop the presses from me. Everyone's looking at this matchup and they're looking back to last year's game. And the two teams are completely different. Very different. Jalen Brown's not around, right? Cal played very well against Virginia in that game. They probably should have won. So everyone around Charlottesville thinks that the Cal Bears are the big bad wolf. But let's look at how they played thus far on the non-conference season. They're not looking too good so far. They don't really have a good win. Who's their best win? Can we pull up the schedule? Uh, sure. Princeton? Prince, Princeton. Yeah, Princeton's their Princeton. best win. They have a bad loss to San Diego. San Diego State was a Bad really? loss. 
Yeah, Princeton is their best win. And that was... Are you pleased by that, Taylor? Are you I'm just Harper. surprised. I'm surprised, yeah. So they're, they're bad losses. Um, San Diego State, double-digit loss, right? I believe. Yeah, they lost by 12. And then they lost to a decent team who I can't remember. Seton Hall. Yeah, Seton Hall's a good team. So let's um, name our expected line. We expect it to be UVA favored by six. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know why everyone thinks that Cal is going to win this game or that it's a mammoth giant for Virginia to slay. I just don't understand it. Cal, what do they thrive on? Defensive rebounding? Great. Virginia will concede defensive rebounds for their transition defense all day. I mean, they've had blips on the radar when they've been gritty offensive rebounding teams, maybe the Harrison Mitchell year, but it hasn't been an identity or a calling card of the team ever. So there's one of Cal's strengths. Like, go ahead, take take our rebounds. Cal cannot shoot the basketball. They rely on interior scoring, which sets up nicely against a pack line defense, who is number one in the country in two-point field goal percentage, mm-hmm. percentage defense. And, mm-hmm. and really, Cal gets their Their offense has not been good, very good no, this year. No. And they get their points at the free throw line, and UVA doesn't foul. They That's don't true. let you get to the line. And to top it all off, Cal, while they get to the line pretty regularly, they shoot a very bad free throw percentage. They True. shoot just That's over right. 60%. So yeah, Virginia so. can bust Cal if they shoot from three, which I still believe in this team that they can shoot really well from three because they have two elite three-point shooters in the country, not necessarily the conference, but the country in my mind. Cal guy shooting better than just about anybody for his attempt rate. He's not shooting that much. Maybe that'll change. I don't know, but he's what around 58%, 60%. Somewhere in that ballpark, right? Yes. It's quite good. 61%. Yeah, so yeah, really 61. good from three. Parenta's really good from three. Uh, I just think Virginia, three-point shooting and defense is going to get it done for them. Yeah, I, I'm hesitant to take six points, but I agree with you. I'm going to take the Cal here. home court might be a factor because they, yeah. they're they 8-0 there, and I don't know much about that venue, so it's an unknown for me. Yeah, but I I'm going to take the other factors. I'm going to outweigh the Cal home court and go with the other factors. I think Cal's length and their size on defense could present a few problems but I agree with you in general I don't think their offense is going to be able to score against Virginia I'm going to take Virginia minus okay. 6 I'm going to counter our pick once again by saying that Quanzo Martin coaches really well against Tony Bennett and he knows what to do he shredded the post trap when he's at Tennessee he played well against him last year even though Bennett's 2-3 and three against him all time Quanzo is like Bennett kryptonite now I mean that's not a knock on TB it's it or and because you could say, wow, Tony Bennett really owns Mike Bray, but does that mean Mike Bray's not a good coach? No, Mike Bray owns a ton of people. It's coaching, I think, is a matchup just as much as personnel in some some regards. Some coaches coach better against others. I will others. take that, yeah. And that's like Roy's had good good success recently against Tony Bennett, and you know, I don't know, Coach K's dominated Roy recently, so it goes a lot of ways. Usually, I'd be the first person to roll my eyes at like. Coach X owns Coach X, but you have just convinced me in the last 30 seconds. I'm glad. Yeah. Guthrie. I'm going to take Cal. Okay. Uh, you guys are underselling Ivan Rab tremendously. Man. He is. He is. He hasn't looked as good, I thought, this season. Really? Yeah, he looks a step slow. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right. Under, undervaluing, knows undervaluing him. Like Virginia I said, Virginia knows what it's getting into when they're facing Ivan Rab this year, and he didn't yeah. really, he didn't really shred that post trap. He just shredded the uh, the defensive rebounding. So if Virginia doesn't rebound, yeah, they're going to be in trouble. But I think Virginia knows that they're going to have to put a premium on defensive rebounding because that's how Rab got did his damage in mm-hmm. the game in Charlottesville last year. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's and the one who did He's that's the true. one who didn't leave for the NBA. Just remember. Yeah, Jalen Brown's yeah. gone. Jalen Brown caused problems last year. He it's did. true. He definitely did. He was. He was. Problem numero uno in Charlottesville last year. That is that is something we agree on. Charlie Moore has been shooting terrific for Cal this yeah. year. I mean, I'm never it's, gonna count out the fact that Charlie Moore could go Malik Monk. Yeah. It's possible. And congratulations if that happens for you. It's possible. I hope you feel really I, good about that. I like will say Taylor feels about his Kentucky pick. <laughs> I will but, say I will say California is the seventh best. Defensive defense. team in the country. They have a great defense. Yeah. Their defense yeah. is great. Their defense is fantastic. I don't know if Virginia has played a team this good on defense. I don't. I don't think they're up to the challenge. I don't think they're up. I. I, I mean, 
After the West Virginia, after the West Virginia game, Virginia is still a, a very I, good offensive team, and you're, I think you're underselling them a little I, bit because of numbers. No, no, no. Well, I, Ken Palm puts them up there in a decent range. Yeah, I mean, They're at sure. Least a decent when you, offensive when you play Grambling State and okay. Saint Francis, Bacon, New York. Listen, why was why was West Virginia the perfect matchup for Virginia because they eliminated their clock, they just cut their shot clock in half. And so Virginia was not able to be patient because they had about 15 seconds to mm-hmm. work with when they got into the into the offense. Mm-hmm. And Cal doesn't force turnovers at all. They don't. No, they don't. They don't. They don't pressure you. That's fine. Yeah, it's That's good. For they us. don't need to. It's good for a Taylor. I think pl- it's I think good for UVA. It's good hands. for UVA yeah. until they like actually try try to start offense in the half court. Like Cal's, Cal's defense is not is not going to allow like easy shots. I feel strongly about a Virginia win. I don't feel strongly about a cover though. Yeah, so. the, I, I think Cal covers easy. I, I don't. I easy? don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Six yeah. points. Six points is is an easy cover for me. Mike takes Cal. We're split. I know he will. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he loves to pick against. Well, we know it's he great. will. Yeah, next it's, game. Yeah, it's not even next close. game. All right, next game. We're going to talk about LSU at Wake Forest. This is on Thursday. Oh, we're, we're not spending too much time we here. We got to wrap up. We expect the line to be Wake minus nine. Uh, a lot of points for Wake to wow. grab here. Minus nine. Yeah. Going against a pretty good to mediocre LSU team. So a good team mm. is a, a nine-point dog against Wake. A good really Johnny Jones coach team. We're really saying well, a good team is nine-point Good point to dogs. mediocre. A, I don't, in so the grand a good scheme team of things. Is, so a tournament team, if they're good, they must uh, be a tournament team, right? No, I don't You're think You're putting LSU the in the tournament? I do not think they'll make So the they're not no. a good team. Sure. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I have, I we have to. Okay. A bad LSU team is playing against Wake Forest, and uh, I'll go with Wake. You know what? They've, oh, uh, they've, welcome, they've, welcome to the Demon <laughs> Deacon. I'm, I'm over. They've snubbed me enough, and yeah, I'll go with Wake. So I'm picking too many favorites again. But yeah. I like Virginia and I like Wake. And you know what? Louisville will be a dog by the time it tip off, so I don't feel too badly about that. Guthrie, go ahead. I mean, Wake Forest. I, I, I it's it's hard for me to pick against this team, honestly. I mean, I understand nine points is a lot, but I mean, come on. This this LSU team is is not not a great defensive team. I, I this this will be this will be double digit win easy for the demon Demons. oh wow yeah. all right taylor give your pick because we have to re- we have to run through our christmas wish list sure. briefly i uh, i love wake i think it's too many points so i'm gonna take lsu excellent okay excellent enough said to our christmas wish list because this will be the last time we talk with taylor and mike before the new year before new year's eve actually so which they don't ce- care about we'll celebrate with you in spirit and yeah, thank you Guthrie and i will party extra hard for you, Taylor, because Mike, I know he he gets down on New Year's Eve, but let's go to our holiday. What is it? Our our w- Christmas wish list. We did it last year. I don't really understand this segment, but you created it. So <laughs> can you lead us? Sure. I think we did Christmas gifts last year. We gifted okay. somebody. We're doing but wishes this year. We're doing wishes. We're wishing for what we hope to see in the upcoming back half of the season. We're doing ACC wishes play. because Taylor, um, I mean Guthrie gave NC State. Terry Henderson back last year. And yeah, that it's, gift it didn't happen. It never came down. <laughs> it didn't happen. The, Santa Claus so, is not real. So we're not giving gifts anymore. I'm sorry. Well, let me just Wishes. start in the same in the same vein. My wish on my wish list is I wish to see Omar Yurt Seven make NC State great again. Damn, that's so poetic. Damn, that's I, great. I just want to see NC State be competitive. I want but you to have them 14th. Above, above, you have them above 14th. 14th. Well, is, that's why it's a wish list. <laughs> Even it's I not, don't have them that it's low. Not, I have them at like nine. It's not a prediction. It's what I want to yeah. see happen. Come on, man. Nobody Come would on. be more excited than I if NC State suddenly caught fire and finished, pride. finished third in the ACC. I'd be very excited. Okay, so You think that's their ceiling? I think their ceiling is first place. Uh, wow. But I just I want to see that firecracker wow. that I've been hoping for. And right now, it's there's nothing. I'd just like to see something, just something. That's on my wish list. Are we gonna save our review of the streetball team? I think we should do the streetball team rankings oh, whenever we do power street rankings. Ball, man, who's the ACC streetball? Um, oh, let's do it. Let's King do it. King of the hill right now. 
Should, should we just veer top, off the Christmas we can wish? Do, we can sure. do top three. Sure. Top three. Okay, I'm saying Florida State's my streetball king at this point. What? Yeah. Oh, a surprise pick of the week right there. <laughs> Who's your who's your streetball king of the ACC right wow, now? Wow, we've talked about this a lot actually, and Florida State never came up. No, no, we talked about you know maybe not too well coached, maybe they need to be reined in a little bit. Okay, okay, you know, you I, got I respect players, I respect that pick. players who if they're on a heat check all work. I mean they'll throw it up from half court. Yeah. We just mentioned that. God, I love Isn't a that heat check. So so we we've, we've always talked about North Carolina it's not, State. Not necessarily a bad thing. No, I don't think so either. I mean it as a huge compliment, and I would take NC it's, State. And okay. I mean it as a huge compliment. Yeah, I, yeah. that's that's what I was going to say. We've always talked about NC State being. Streetball team numero uno, and I think that's that's they are certainly up there. They're oh, they're in my valid, top three. It's a valid point. I'm, I I'm just trying to I'm trying to be a little bit. Different. I'm going to take Virginia Tech. Virginia Ooh. Tech loves to throw that like one armed pass across court to the corner for for like a guy who's sort of open who's. Definitely going to shoot a contested three. You know, you know that's like, a good point. Absolutely. Can I tell you something else <laughs> that about whole, Virginia Tech? That whole description of that play just made me so happy. Here's something, <laughs> else, you know, here's something else about the Hokies. They have a big man who shouldn't be shooting threes, but he does it anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Can we mention that? Sure. He doesn't shoot that many threes. I, you're um, very fixated on that. He's 14% per- from beyond the arc. Okay. Zach Lede Watch. This is an update. Small sample size. This is Hashtag Lede Watch. This is your angle of the year, the stretch for Zach Lede, the terror. I love from Zach three point land. He's shooting 14%. Scorching 14.3%. Street ball team. How many Guthrie, has he attempted? I think we've gone over this every time. Okay. Dude, Guthrie, I, 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 will say, I will say I like I like Justin Robinson a lot. Like he has brought he has brought a lot to this I team. I like Chris Clark. He's my guy on that team. I mean, yeah, they go, he, they he, goes, he, he is goes. the most athletic on that on that team. No, he's the best player on the team. Let's yeah. just say it. Uh, it it depends on your definition of best. Mm. Lede, most valuable. All day Lede. All day Lede. Coming okay. off the coming off the bench today. Yeah, it came yeah, off the, the bench today. Phenomenal. <laughs> Tough. Okay, final wishes. Michael wished for an over under of at least one forty two for the UK Louisville game. I don't know which way he'll go. He just likes over unders, so we'll give him that. Guthrie, do you have a wish? Oh man. Uh, I I wish for um. I I I I'm blanking. Oh, I'm blanking. Awake for his top four finish. I mean, yeah. Okay, I wish for sure. a Grayson Allen ejection after that ludicrous flop in the Tennessee State game. Yeah, and it's embarrassing. Mm. We'll see you next week. It-